Hello, beautiful people of the world. Uh, my name is Kalamacharya. This is the truth behind today's episode. Will be about Twitter and how fake news coincides with it. Currently, twelve fifteen a.m. on a Friday, in this very very sweet quarantine of ours. Um. Essentially, in this episode, as I said, was fake news, how Twitter coincides with it. I'll be kind of reading off of a little script here off to the side. So if I at any point, you know, do what I just did and blank, that should kind of give you a sort of a reason why I'm trying to not make this sound so robotic and more natural. This is my first podcast coming out here for a class assignment. You know what it is. Um, I thought it'd be better to do it this way, as it would be more fun, more creative way than just doing a boring old slideshow like I usually do. But as I said, here's my podcast. First one, I'm your host, Kalamacharya. I hope you enjoy. I'm going to start off with what Twitter and what a tweet is. So Twitter is a social media platform which allows users to, and I quote, see what's happening in the world and what people are talking about. That was directly taken from the twitter.about.com site, I believe, if, if I'm thinking off the top of my head here. Um, there are four founders of Twitter, but more specifically, Jack Dorsey, one of four, was quoted saying, a Twitter is defined as a short burst of inconsequential information and chirps from a bird, which I kind of dive a little into the inconsequential information part a little later into this podcast, um, as I've planned it out here. But, you know, a single, a single tweet, um, uh, basically a post on Twitter is a tweet. Um, it is composed of 140, or it was composed of 140 characters. Um, as of 2017, however, it did double to 280, which is kind of nice, actually. Um, and still then, it can be compared to the quickness and conciseness of a bird's chirp, where uh, tweets are supposed to be meant to be more sporadic and uh, small and concise just as a, a bird song or chirp would be sorry there water break you know gotta keep this voice fresh um so how are top tweets pushed to the top of the list basically top tweets are the most relevant information on the account of the user similar to how ads on YouTube or Google are specifically designed for you. To determine which tweets are higher on the list, Twitter uses an algorithm consisting of user interaction, keywords, and more like that. You can essentially force or manipulate the information you're seeing by your searching, your search habits, or, you know, just tricking this algorithm with like a piece of candy or something. Uh, Moving on. Why do people often inadvertently spread fake news on Twitter? As an avid user of many 
social media platforms and i'm saying many because i have a facebook that i do not post on um that is linked to my instagram accounts which i have two of and i have a twitter and i have a uh snapchat so i have a user of social media um i rarely fact check i'll be honest i rarely fact check anything i come across unless it's like the most like gut-wrenching news that i just couldn't believe the first time i saw it you know and oftentimes people see something for a split second retweet comment or like a post without a second thought just like i explained for myself i find it interesting because it's some weird hard to believe news that most people will look into but if it's something like minor or not as relevant I won't look into it for more than a minute maybe and the likelihood of others doing the same as myself is very high. Twitter is a constant feed that doesn't necessarily give you a live feed if that makes sense so when you refresh your page you might see a tweet from hours and hours ago instead of something that happened like seconds or minutes ago like you would for Instagram or Snapchat. So oftentimes you can get into this um, constant loop of just seeing old likes, old tweets, old blah, blah, blahs, old threads almost. Um, Twitter is one of those platforms where you can get caught in the thread, as I've mentioned, and not know where the original conversation started. And I, th- I feel like that's primarily because of the amount of users on the platform itself. There are millions and millions of users on this um, single platform, and thousands of people can be viewing the same thread at the same time and just adding and adding and adding their opinions without you really actually knowing like the truth, the trolls, or like or just absolutely like rubbish, um, rubbish news, really. Water break, sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay, ladies and gents, this episode of the truth behind is brought to you by no one absolutely no one because no one's gonna sponsor me no one's gonna pay me to do this i'm sponsorless so i hope you enjoy however as much as i'd love to tell you what twitter is and how you can find the best and the worst information. I think it's more important that we as humans, um, as social media users really, understand why bias is an important part of assessing news. Bias can truly tremendously affect the way we see or view our our news. Sorry, um, confirmation bias uh, is when people tend to bolster or 
stick with the information supporting their belief and completely ignore facts that contradict them. It is one of many reasons humans, such as you and I, have a hard time seeing or agreeing with facts opposing our own beliefs. Um, really like, if you think about it, any debate, a lot of my teachers in the past have told, told me and my class personally, a good debater is someone who can argue their own side, but also be able to confidently go into the other opposing um, belief or side and argue the e equally the same. So I feel like that's where this whole confirmation bias comes into debate almost, where if you can do that, then you're good. But like, if you can't, then you're not this great person. It's almost like it's 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 similar. Um, if you get where my thought process was going there, it's very similar. Um, in the "Why Facts Don't Change Our Minds" article in the New Yorker, a few studies took place. In one of these studies, two groups of students were given equally compelling, made-up data supporting their pro or no-go for capital punishment. After the experiment, both groups of people were more for their individual beliefs of capital punishment. Hugo Mercier and Dan Sperber, the experiment directors, caught on that we are more likely to see the weaknesses in, other, in another's argument and not our own which kind of also coincides with the whole debate theme as well. Um, this is important because we can effectively see the weaknesses in the arguments or points made in the news because if we can see those weaknesses um, in the arguments or points made in the news, then we can truly see the news for what it is. However, if we live with confirmation bias at the head of the table, then we may not truly see the upsides or downsides in the topic of interest. For example, vegans are expected to be healthy as they don't eat animal products. But Oreos are vegan, and they definitely aren't healthy unless you're, you know, a chocolatarian. <laughs> yeah, I know. Funny, right? Just, wow, just crazy funny. I'm so good. I know you're laughing. I can just hear it through the, I, I hear it through the computer. A chocolatarian, a person who only eats chocolate, I know. That's crazy. Oh my, funny. Comedy gold. Um, what steps can you take to examine a tweet to see if it's credible? This is a good question. So for me, to determine if a tweet is credible, I'd look into the profile the tweet originated from. If you can find who it was and see past tweets or replies on a similar topic of interest, then you can determine, determine if they are credible or even a credible source. You can go a step further and research the topic they're speaking of to truly see how right or wrong they are. An even faster way or a more I don't know, um, an easier way or, or like a more like 
I wouldn't say an easier and faster way, but a more like, oh, the easy way out, you know? Um, is if the person has that blue verified check next to their name, um, these people tend to be uh, personally chosen by employees at Twitter, uh, showing that they are more important than us, even though, you know, a, a, blue, a blue check right now is life and death, really. It, it shows that you're more important than the regular person sitting next door. Wow. Life and death, is it? Um, anyways, these people tend to be more famous uh, or up and rising, so stalking them or, you know, any search engine should be, you know, easier than trying to find your average Joe. Um, look into them, see if there's articles relating to their tweet mentioned um and make your own decisions based off of that additionally like as i had mentioned before it was inconsequential information that twitter was meant to to share you must keep that in mind because there are definitely twitter bots or um trolls on the internet who will just tweet random things um just to spread unimportant information or just fake news in general. Keep that in mind before agreeing with what you may see. Um, use social media as, be wary of what you see on social media, essentially. <laughs> Finally, as consumers of the media, we have to call each other out. In order to do, or in order to get the facts, we must call any bs like the vegan thing i'd mentioned before still pretty funny <sighs> our responsibility is to keep each other in check as well as to research anything fishy which vegans also can't eat <laughs> sorry that was that wasn't even funny i just tried to make that work it wasn't it it did not work it did not work get it together <laughs> We can't believe everything that that's put out there. That's why there's such thing as the Illuminati. Anyway, anyways, on this upcoming episode, I'll be talking about conspiracy theories, especially how we're all simulations in each other's simulations. Joking. I'm not joking. Okay, I'm kind of joking. Anyways, uh, tune in next time. Have an amazing day. Remember to check in with those you love. We're only side characters in their story. By bed, mean a lot. Treat people with kindness. Bye-bye. Have a great night. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Truth Behind. I hope to further my experience with podcast work. Um and get better with this and stop saying the word M like I'm a British bloke. <laughs> I was about to say it. I got myself there. So I wanted to wish you again a great day, a great night, whatever time you listen to this. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you found some of my very, very bad jokes funny, especially the chocolate chocolatarian one about the chocolate and the vegans um I, I just did it again 
I cannot stop myself. I'm too good at the M game. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I really did not mean to do that. I'm sorry. I was about to say it. Uh, anyways, yeah. Treat people with kindness. Love you. And have an amazing, amazing time when you're listening to this. Or hope you've had an amazing amazing time when you listen to this and listen to it over and over again because you just love me so so much and you just want to binge watch my podcast <laughs> bye <laughs>